brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. We are still banned in Alabama. Thank Thank gosh. Thank thank God. Uh, Roll Tide. I can't believe I didn't say it the last couple shows. I missed a couple shows, and I forgot about Roll Tide. My wife is going to kill me. Football season is about to start. Don't worry. We've all forgot about it, so it doesn't really matter. They'll remind you. Yeah, most of the football players on that team wear their IQ on their jersey. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. No, that's their SAT score. Uh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or possibly the number. I mean, I'm going to introduce you to the linebackers. Soon. Possibly the number of teeth. Uh, it could be that, too. You know, it's, it's not your fault. Saban and Satan are only one letter apart. Uh, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Okay. When you guys said we were going to be drinking good stuff, the first thing you were not supposed to do was duct take me to the chair. Okay? That was we not a sign. to make sure you had the full experience. Somebody yeah. zip the damn mouth shut on that mask <laughs> so we don't have to listen to him complain, would you? Where's the ball gag? <laughs> yeah. He's wearing it. <laughs> Still can talk around it. <laughs> good old boy, Alan. Happy to be here. Good old boy, Justin. Top of the morning to you, Bob. And pain in the butt, Harmeet. That's good old boy, Harmeet. If you're going to put this whole good old boy on my shirt and everything, come on, man. It's the same thing. It really doesn't matter. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Bob. I really appreciate it being here. Real tight. Yeah, we're feeling it. Okay. Brent and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a non-private organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle options and other themed events. You guys are very smart. You yeah. took your hobby. You make money well, from yeah, it to we, charity. Well, yeah, we're not Alabama fans. And oh, God. one more thing. Yeah. I will. I will have to cut you. We'll we'll have we'll have we'll have words later. Actually, but we they're, they're a bunch of drunks who make money for worthy causes. Actually, we just had a we just had a fundraiser for Honor Flight. We sent a World yes. War II veteran back to the Netherlands. He's leaving this week, which will be several weeks from now when you hear this, uh, to meet the kings of the Netherlands. Several weeks and ago, Belgium. when you hear this, so uh, your sense as of time is off. He is a guest of theirs. For the 75th liberation, 75th anniversary of the liberation of their country. Very nice so, event. Yeah, yes. so was. well put on. And, and Bob gave them freshly loaded M1 Garand. Absolutely. But we had, we had, you know, here's the thing: the people in the whiskey community are great. I made a few phone calls, and and they could not donations fast came in. enough. Good yeah. job, Bob. Yeah. Good and job. Huge thanks to. We're not doing their whiskey today, but huge thanks to the folks from Bardstown Bourbon Company. Not only did they give us. Uh, uh, some whiskey for our silent auction, but gave us a very, very generous check. So thanks. Thanks a lot to the guys there. Um, our show is also sponsored in part by fine spirits in Cooper city, Florida, home of the animatic machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net and facebook.com slash fine spirits or on Instagram slash fine spirits. 
and also on that sexual predator website. No, never mind. Um, I paid the fines. I'm off the list now, right? Yeah, That's sure how it are. works. Yeah, sure Justin, is how you represent me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just can't go anywhere near a school anymore. So mm. our 500 show. feet harm. My daughter started kindergarten last week, man. I'm a proud papa. And it was so hard for him to like drive by and make her jump out because he couldn't stop. <laughs> Sorry, run, Daddy. Honey, run. <laughs> Sorry. Daddy's uh, you know, daddy's ankle bracelet starting to beep, sweetie. You gotta jump. So our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Ordo Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. You got it right for the first time in several shows. I appreciate that. That's really good. First time in one hour. Yeah, okay. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much any other beverage you can come up with. And today's show, we're going to be discussing some lovely whiskeys from Tamdu and Glengoyne and Glen Farkos. And here is a list of the whiskeys that we're going to be tasting today. From Tamdu, we have their 12-year expression. We have the Tamdu 15-year expression. We have the Tamdu Batch Strength. Yes. I'm sorry to say it out loud. We have the Glen Goyne, the Legacy Series, Chapter 1. And from Glen Farkless, we have their 12-year, and we have the Glen Farkless 17-year. So we're going to have, who's going to be doing the SIPS ratings on this? We need to actually Oh, do that. that was me. That's you? Okay. Yes. Oh, wait, you got to play the, the sound, the, the scotchy scotch thing. Come on. Well, this is for Brent. Hold on. You know how much he loves scotch. But there you go. It makes me so proud when I hear this. Well, you're an American and you're talking you about scotch. Are, I mean, come on. Are you guys on duct tape me now? No. No. You're, no. you're, you're, you're stuck <laughs> to that chair until the show's over. Just read. Okay. Keep throwing stuff okay, at it. We'll him. be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips, ratings, plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One sip. Give me a mouth of water to wash out my mouth. <laughs> uh, the drunken leprechaun has returned. A mouth of water. Oh, the boys in the Nashville office will be so happy to hear the drunken <laughs> leprechaun back. They've missed you so much. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? I'm just... <laughs> you know, the You're Lucky Charms Bobby guy has finally Trump. hit the wall. It's... Uh, <laughs> it's if you guys would unduct tape me, it would I can be see him in that little green outfit, you know, with like a bottle and a paper bag, and you know, some heroin. We gave you alcohol, you know, Brent. We're not the cruel. Street. This three, is what happens. Three sips. Mmm. Interesting. What was that again? It doesn't get any better, Bob. Okay, I just want to let you know that <laughs> he does it better than I could. There's, Whatever, man. There's good. little guys in little green outfits jumping out of trees for their death right now. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. <laughs> it's the Chinese laundry leprechaun. I love yeah. it. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could taste this good. Wow. Just. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm speechless. I think we should just, <laughs> just stop the show now. I mean, you know what? I'm going to have to start practicing the accent too. The so. talent pool of this group is large. <laughs> Very large. I'm sorry. I only do hillbilly accents. That's all I've got. So, but you've got like 15 kinds of hillbilly. Oh, I've That's... got every dialect there is. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, uh, we're going to start out with the time do, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of uh, information on that. So the Tamdu Distillery was founded in 1897 by a group of investors in Speyside in the village of Nakandu. 
How do you pronounce that one? Yeah, knock Correct. And knock and do. Knock and do Scotland. The name Tamdu means Little Dark Hill in Gaelic. Uh, their first spirit came off the stills in 1898. Shortly thereafter, it was sold to Highland Distilleries, who operated continuously for over 100 years, except for a short 20-year hiatus between 1927 and 47. A lot of distilleries shut down, uh, especially in the 30s and into the 40s anyway. Uh, because that of that whole war. World War II thing. Yeah, the depression know, didn't help. Uh, production was tripled between 1972 and 1975 when the distillery was rebuilt, increasing the number of their stills from two to six. That's triple for you guys there, Harmeet. So yeah. that's him, dude. I'm, I, I, I have a. I know I've one third, not three degrees. times. He's Math the lawyer. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. What's 33 and a third is six? <laughs> he knows that two. one, doesn't he? Yeah, see? Like that. Like, <laughs> like that. It's like, it's, like, it's like Dustin Hoffman, man. What's 33 and a third of 100? 33 and a third, 33 and a third of pie. So uh, production, uh, production continued until 2010 when the Edgerton Group, the parent company of Hyde Distillers, closed Tamdu. It remained closed until it was sold to Ian McLeod Distillers, who resumed production as single malt in 2013. Tamdu matures, not just finishes its whiskey in sherry casks. So it's sherry casks from the beginning to the end. Um, that's that's pretty unusual these well, days. Well, there's the McAllen's, there's uh, Glen Farkless, there's yeah, but it's there's a few. it's yeah, it's not the norm. It's, yes, yeah, exactly. It's mostly finishing at this point. And I understand sherry casks are bloody expensive. It's so. cheaper to buy bur- ex bourbon casks, yeah. and they are the only remaining distillery in Scotland that malts all of their own barley using Saladin boxes, originally installed back in 1949 for the malting process. That's some cool information. I didn't know that. Ironically, or ironically, you're messing with me. Historically, can't read. I got my glasses off. Uh, Tamdu was used primarily in the production of blended whiskeys, such as the famous Grouse and J&B and Cuddy Sark. All bland brands owned by Edrington. Yeah. But the current owners, Ian McLeod, are expanding the available single malt offerings of Tamdu. So let's get a uh, taste in the first whiskey. And I got to say, they uh, when they really sort of relaunched Tamdu, they changed the packaging, changed the bottle. The bottles, the bottles look really nice. The bottles are beautiful. They're sexy. Yeah. You know, they're very sexy. Yeah, they, I mean, they're really well done. Uh, the packaging is... Is that Art Deco? What do you... How do you describe uh, it? That would, that would not be Art Deco. No, that's that uh, Beaux-Arts. That's Beaux-Arts. That's, you know... That's that, that 1920s... Uh, yeah. It's classic old timey yeah. stuff. I mean, it just yeah, it's really... Got thick, it's, got thick, it's got a thick base. Yeah. It's got paneled sides, uh, a smooth top. You know, sounds, sure. like, sounds like your date. Okay. So <laughs> it's like a Wagoneer convertible. Okay. Then. It's a purdy bottle. We like it. We it can't is describe purdy. it because we're not art majors. Yeah, exactly. So let's, whatever. I let's talk about the first whiskey. So the first whiskey we have is a Tamdu 12 year old. That is uh, 86 proof, 43% ABV. This is a re- this is the replacement for their prior 10 year expression. So this will now be their base. Um, let's see on the nose. Oh, it's just, if, if you're a fan of sherried whiskeys, you'll love this. Uh, I mean, sherry, sherry, sherry all day. Sherry, uh, got that raisin note on it. I pick up a little bit of, just a little bit of uh, shortbread. Um, a slight bit of cocoa I get in the tip of the nose. I don't know if any of you guys are picking that up. Yes. Cocoa, and, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just earthy and delicious and raisiny and sherry all in all in a nice tight package so i'm getting figs more than raisins 
but wow, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's just, it's extremely well done. So, you know, hats off to them. And we'll come back and talk about the taste because that's the important part. All right, and we are back and we're talking about Tom Dew 12 year old. We're just talking about the nose on this thing. It is definitely, I mean, the sherry on it is just outstanding. Sherry bomb. Bomb. It's like a hand grenade. And on the palate, Oh, I get, uh, hmm. you get that sherry note, you get that, that dark sort of stewed fruit, raisiny, whiny, just, oh, it's delicious. Uh, I get there's, some, there's a hint of peat though, right? In the Tamdu? I don't get any. I don't get it. I don't no. get it. Not at all. No. I don't feel like I'm getting a hint of it. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> Probably yeah, not. charcoal yeah. on the break. Yeah. He had, he had barbecue last yeah. night, so um, I get some vanilla on this. I get just a little bit. Hold on. On the back palate, all the way in the very back and the roof and the back palate, I get just a little bit of citrus on it, and I get some, uh, like, toasted hazelnuts, toasted walnuts. Um, really just I good. think you're just making up nuts now. You I mean, should, if I was you, I'd be talking about nuts. That ankle bracelet's going to start beeping again. So, <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think about it, Alan? I liked it. I'm not, by nature, a big fan of sherry whiskeys, but this has a lot of character to it. Uh, it's well balanced. It's a it's a, a nice nice whiskey. What did you think, Brent? If you guys un- if you guys cut this duct As tape, we up, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing so, Brent loves more than a good scotch. No, this one is it's very sweet. It's you know, you got all those those fruit characters to it and stuff. And but then the finish is just dry my tongue, scrape my tongue finish to it. It's really dry. And so I'm exp- expecting that sweetness to follow through with the finish. Not it. Not happening. Sorry. Can you tell which guy here doesn't drink scotch? It okay. is really not a dry scotch. The guy yeah. in the duct tape? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. The we had bourbon on a previous show that had a drier finish than this. Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no way. Yeah, this is, does not have that leathery fin. You know. Tannic no, it's finish. not. It's got all the fruity notes to it and stuff. I'm just expecting some. It's like an overly sweet, fruity, but then he gets that dry. It just dry. The finish is just dry to me. So. It's not a full fill of residual sugar like bourbon. So if you're a diabetic and you have to pick a drink. It's non-flavored vodka, 100% agave tequila, non-flavored, or scotch. Zero residual sugar. You drink bourbon, you're going you're gonna to have an issue with your sugar. That's this, why we it, sneak bourbon into his drinks when he's not looking, because we just like to see Harmony's eyes come out of his head. <laughs> so what do you think, Justin? I think for an entry-level scotch, this is pretty complex. You know, if you compare it to like Glenlivet or McAllen... Oh, You're getting a lot more notes on this than you would on those. Um, I think the finish was a little tannic, but I didn't find it dry. Um, but, you know, you get a decent creamy mouthfeel in the beginning of the palate that fades away. But And, you know, the baking spices on this was interesting. Um I, I didn't get the baking spice. I got nose. too much. I got too much fruit to it. I didn't no, really the get baking the baking spices, spices. Are there towards the end? You don't. Yeah, maybe that's that's thing that made a little too drying for you, but they're definitely there. I I think everything Bob said was ox- excellent. 
Uh, this is just a Hold on, let me mistake. back the tape up on that one. Yeah, save that as a sound that, effect. We're going to keep that yeah. that segment for a long that time. That is going to be on every show from now on. <laughs> Especially his political Bob, views. No, no, I don't agree with anything Bob But Bob is uh Bob's got a good don't say this, but he's got good taste. I don't don't repeat it to anyone. He's got good taste and I've just drunk a lot. And, That's all. And, and I hear he tastes good too. <laughs> yeah. You can ask the woman in the next room. I don't know. Can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> the whiskey's wonderful. Yeah. I'm I'm sad that the ten year old's gone away, but the, if they're gonna replace it with the twelve, yeah. what the heck? Well, this is this is pretty whiskey. If this is Gordon McPhail owns Tamdu now. You yep. said? Yeah. No, it's uh no, no. Ian McLeod. No. Ian McLeod, that's right, Ian McLeod. Yeah, I think they, they're just doing a great job. They really are. All right. Well, we're going to give the uh, we're going to rate the Tamdu twelve year old uh, expression four sips. So we're going to have Harm tell us about the next expression. All right. So this is an older whiskey. Our second whiskey of the evening is the Tamdu fifteen year old, ninety two proof, forty six percent ABV. For In Alabama, that's a grandmother. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Third generation. Forty six. Yeah, forty six is a grandma in Alabama. That's forty six is a grandma in some places here too. It's kind of weird. I'm yeah. telling you. Most of the South is like that. In the yeah. South. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every You're year. only the backseat of a Camaro away from right. being one more generation down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you snotty bastards. Anyway, the color is uh, burnished copper, a little bit on the golden side. The nose, at first, when we first poured it, it was all about pineapple. And that's gone away a little bit. Now it's malted barley that's really show showing up. Toasted oak, a little orange peel. Uh, just beautiful whiskey on the nose. Um, the palate. Let me taste it again. Mm, 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 mm. Dried fruit, orange peel. Um, somebody told me apricots, but I don't really get the apricots here. But what's coming out later is um, ginger, some old leather. The cinnamon's muted compared to the other ones, and it's got a. But the, my problem with it, the finish is not super long. It's kind of medium, and it's it's dry. It's just I I think I may be actually like that twelve year old brother in the fifteen. What do you think, Brent? You're looking at me. No, funny. I don't. This one is better. This one's definitely. You like better. this one better? I do like this one better. This is like you know when you get a, when you go to a party and you've got a bowl of that dried fruit sitting there and you're eating that. You just take a little bit. You get a little bit of pineapple. You get a little bit of a dry. I've orange, never seen you, get, you eat fruit yeah. at a party. Say, you know, we don't we don't have dried fruit at parties <laughs> at my house. It's usually <laughs> no, or ribs no. or something. Well. <laughs> That's what you get, and you get all this. And I don't have the dryness on this one that I had on the first one, so I actually like this one more. I have that you get that fruitiness, but it's got a, a better balance to it. Usually, he's in the corner with a bowl full of chocolate or candy or something. So yeah, okay. uh, for me, when when you were talking about hey, ginger, God. yeah, it's like taking candy from a candy hating baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about ginger, it brought to mind ginger from Gilligan's Island. And although well, that, it doesn't take much to bring ginger to mind, does it? Alan? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but having said that, I did pick up the ginger in there, and I like it. I think the extra three years makes the whiskey a lot more impressive. Yeah, that, that it's like really. A, it's all, I, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Stop. It, it's stop, all like dried fruit to it. It's like it's like you're eating this dried fruit, like yeah. like a dried ginger, like a dried a pineapple. Uh, it's just. And like I'll you're give you that, but that. you know what. I, I love their 10-year-old expression, which is going away. Maybe, maybe that's biased me. But 
coming off from Alan, Alan has always appreciated younger, younger whiskeys. Younger whiskeys, yeah. He does. And I'm surprised. Well, you no, in, th- in this particular case, I think this 15-year-old is Well, you know, here's a, the thing. A really and, nice whiskey. And he'll tell you, especially with scotch, there are some whiskeys that are entirely different beasts when they're young versus when they're Isla is one that always comes to mind. Yeah. A young Isla is an entirely different, I mean, sure, they're both peated, but it's an entirely different animal than an older-aged Iowa. Entirely different. Yeah. So, scotch is one of those where sometimes, in certain situations, a young, I mean, you don't want a year old, obviously, but in some situations, a younger whiskey is actually sometimes better. Okay. So, so look, I, I, that being said, my notes I took earlier were when I first tasted the whiskey. Uh, given this whiskey's had air about mm-hmm. for 30 minutes or so, it's gotten so much better. I completely agree. Yeah, wow. And maybe I do like this better than the 12, but oh God, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for me. It's a beautiful whiskey. Justin, do you like anything about this whiskey? I know you're not. You I do like, like it, but I like the it's 12. It's too much sherry for you, right? No. No, well. It's not over It is intense. It's not overly abundant. No, neither one of them was over sherry, and this one is more balanced. Yeah. I like the 12-year better. The 12 had more sherry influence for me, but neither one of them are what I would... I mean, once in a while, you'll get one that is not just a sherry bomb. It's like drinking a glass of sherry and some whiskey poured in it, you know? Yeah. The the sherry influence on both of these, I think, is extremely well oh, done. This guy's it's not, not a bouncer whiskey. I think Tamdu's... The improvement in quality since Ian McLeod's taken over is just phenomenal. So I think I, I need to actually raise the the rating I gave you earlier. I'm going to go up a point on yeah. it. So this is this is just really good stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they're doing great stuff over there. So you know, I can't argue with that. So we're going to be rating we're going to be rating the time to a 15 year old four sips. That's classified. All right, so we're going to be going to our next whiskey, and this one we're going to have Brent tell us about. Now, we actually found a scotch I think he likes. This is the second one, isn't it? Is this the second well, no, scotch you actually drink? No, there's been a lot of scotches that I really yeah, appreciate. he's actually been getting better. There's I mean, actually he's actually a lot had a couple that, that he went, wow, so, I like that. Yeah, yeah so. you know, so it's not that I'm going to yeah. own a bottle, but, you know. <laughs> oh, he's not going to pay for it. There no. is a line he won't cross. <laughs> no. Nah. Hey, so this is a Tom Dew batch strength. It's 115.6 proof or 57.8 ABV. It's batch four, and this is a non-chill filtered and a non-age non-age stated. It's it's uh, so it's got a nice nice copper color to it, and it's like a like a penny copper color. I like it. Um, the uh, nose on this, it's not unchill filtered. It is non-chill filtered because non-chill filtered. Got that right? Yeah, non-chill filtered. Beautiful. Yeah, I love the skin. nose on this. This has got it's you get you get that you get some oak, you get some fruit, you get you get some orange, you get a uh, little uh, maple syrup on it. It's beautiful. And then uh, then you go to the palate, and, you, and this one is, and I don't know, maybe it's because it's a cast range or something, but it reminds me more of a bourbon than a sh- you know than finishing sherry. Profound. You can admit it. Yeah, well, it's got the caramel. It's got the vanilla. It's got the cherries. Yeah, it's got the cherries, the baking spices. Um, I got a little bit of coffee on the finish. Which is kind of which coffee? is a little bit of little bit yes. of dryness and in the coffee, coffee on the finish, just on the finish. I don't think you guys drink coffee. Adel- I, I don't I drink, drink coffee co- today. I don't drink coffee, and so that's why I, I was able to pick it up. But, but I drink it every day. But I, don't I enjoyed this one. This one was pleasant to me. I en- this is one I, I enjoyed. It is more than pleasant. This is one of the world's best whiskeys, if you ask me. In well, fact, I, I think batch one of this whiskey was on the top twenty well, I, best whiskeys. I appreciated it. I mean, I was. It's not. 
I'm, Are we going to listen to what he has to say? I mean, honestly, no, I mean, really, I do, why? Mm-hmm. What was that? Why? Hey, let's talk to a I Scotch do, expert. Let's ask Alan. Mm-hmm. Alan, what do you think? I think it's a great whiskey. You know, again, I'm not a sherry geek. However, I, mean, I he's do just a regular agree. geek. You know, like the one at the carnival that bites off chicken's heads. You don't yep, get that yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get that coffee on there. I'm not getting coffee. Wow. I'm getting cocoa. I'm I'm just getting dark a chocolate very well made whiskey. Mm. Very balanced yet complex. It's got everything you want in the whiskey. And although again, I'm not like the biggest fan of of sherry aged whiskeys. This is a great whiskey. You yeah. know, hands down, excellent, great whiskey. And and I'm a drinking this. As a guy who puts water in everything, I think I prefer this without water. And it's batch strength. It's it's 115 yeah. proof. This is gorgeous. Yeah, so far, so I, I tried it both ways, and I prefer it straight up yeah. than adding water. It the, the water opened it a little bit, but it wasn't worth the dilution. Justin, you you taste coffee just like Brent. I did. It tastes like a medium <laughs> French roast on the finish. That's a, okay, that's the finish. When you first approach this whiskey, you pick this up, you smell it. What do you got? So what do you got there? Oh god. Right yeah. away it hits you the walnut, the maple syrup, and the marzipan. Ooh, yeah. I did anybody else say maple syrup? That's a good call. Mm-hmm. I, call I said syrup on that. Did you? Yeah, especially. I was, the like, nose. I was just tuning you out. That's understandable. <laughs> he said chocolate That's usually syrup safe. Yeah. I heard Brent's talking about scotch. I said, let's let's stop let's listening let's for a while. Stop stop <laughs> listening right now. But the, yeah, the maple syrup's a good call. That's good. On the palate, I got caramel, slight bit of orange peel, the mm. baking spices. And uh, tasted a lot like a bourbon, which is why that's why Brent, Brent liked it. it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the finish is really, really long. Uh, it's got, I'm still tasting from a sip a few minutes ago. So yeah, amazing. you if you bought a bottle of this and you waited for the finished end, you would have days of enjoyment. And I'm getting a little tobacco on the end of it also. Mm. Yeah, a bit of tobacco. I'm getting more chocolate than tobacco, but I can see how you go tobacco. Yeah. yeah. I don't see coffee. I still think these two guys are wrong, but I'm going with Alan. Bob, did you like? What do you think? I'm still trying to process that coffee thing. It's just it's not uh, there, right? It's, I get, I'll give, I get chocolate. I get tobacco. About, Daddy. Things you wouldn't understand. <laughs> things you couldn't understand. Things you shouldn't understand. Yeah. So I, I don't know where I don't know where he's coming up with that. To be honest with you, me and Pee Wee are of the same mind here. I, I don't know where coffee's coming from, but. Um, yeah, this is this is so well balanced and so well made. Um, again, just bring me more. The sherry yeah. influence on it is great. I don't think it's over the top, um, which again is it's easy to underdo or overdo. I think it's right where it should be. I mean, it, Alan will tell you he's not a big sherry guy, but it's it's again it's right where it needs to this be. Is, Whether you're a sherry fan or four. not, this is this yeah. is exactly where yeah. the way you want to do I it. I need this batch. Um, I mean, you get a little bit of the oak on it. I get, I get, I get that chocolate bomb. I get uh, walnut in it. I mean, it's just the the maple syrup is there. You get uh, some orange notes, and it's just mouth coating and just wraps around your entire mouth, under your tongue, over your tongue, around your tongue, down your throat, and the finish on it. I had a sip maybe about three minutes ago, and I'm still tasting it. Uh, I, it's hard for me to let going. it go for three minutes because I keep coming back to it because it's whiskey in my glass. But yeah, this is batch <laughs> number four. It's not on my shelves yet, but batch three is uh, retails for this retails around a hundred bucks. And dude, it's worth two hundred e- easily. 
Well, that that's the other thing that I like about the the, the stuff that uh, that they're doing uh, at Tamdu, you know, and, and Ian McLeod in general. They they put out really good quality whiskeys for a, a pretty reasonable price. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of guys out there putting out really good whiskeys that are that are getting a lot more money because they get a lot of press and all yeah. of a sudden they can triple their price yeah exactly and there's a, there's some out there charging the same amount of money that it's not half the whiskey this is so mm-hmm. you're it's it's you know you hate to use the word it's a value whiskey because people think it's you know no it's for the punch for the dollar yeah i i think all three of these are are you know punching above their price point without a doubt and especially the, I think they're the reestablishing the brand name so yeah. they, they're they're charging less than they should be. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because uh, these these were these were excellent, and uh, you know I I can't say enough good stuff about them, especially this last one. I mean, this one's uh, when Brent likes a scotch, that's yeah. a new bar. Yeah, if not Brent, that he's going to own yeah. it. <laughs> He's oh not no! Buy it. Here's right. the thing: no, he's no, had a few it. that he's liked, and usually the ones that he's liked are usually the ones that we're all sort of just bowing our head in silence and going, "Dear Lord!" <laughs> so he 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 may not like scotch, but he definitely can tell you what's a good one and what's not a good one. So I, I'll give the boy credit on that. Um, but this one, this one was out of the park, and sure. uh, we, we rated. A, we got a rating, my friend. We rated the Tamdu Badge Strength five five sips. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, a couple years ago, I think batch one was uh, on the top 20 best whiskeys in the world. Definitely, definitely there. Yeah. I think number four should be on there, too. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, again, they're, you know, like you said, it's uh, you don't want to see the 10 go away because the 10 was an excellent expression. But if they're replaced with 12, I'll, I'll live with it. Yeah, it's kind of like to be able to see them have the 10, the 12 and, and the 15. But, uh, you know. I understand. You got to do. You got to do what you got to do. But uh, people and people see that that twelve year old point, mm-hmm. and that's what they want. They don't really want the ten year old. And I also want to thank uh, their brand ambassador Gordon Dundas because uh, he was kind enough when he was here in the states. He came over for the uh, Sarasota whiskey obsession and came down to my office. And actually, uh, one of these bottles was not yet available in the states, so he actually brought it in his bag uh, nice. on the plane and brought it to me. It's still got uh, the little UK sticker on it. So uh, I want to thank the folks there at, at Tom Do for, uh, for the really nice samples. So uh, we've also got one more from the same company and we're going to have, uh, we're going to have Alan tell us a little bit about uh, the next one here in a second. Um, but you're going to wait till after the break. Yeah. We'll wait till after the break. Any, any other thoughts you guys had? Mm-hmm. No, they got more this was as the years went on with this one with the 12, the 15, the cast strength. I definitely saw significant improvement in each one. Hmm. Well, cast you know? strength is, is actually younger than that 15 year Doesn't really matter. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's got more alcohol. So you like <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, and we're back and we're tasting some lovely scotches. We just finished reviewing uh, three beautiful whiskeys from Tamdu, and we're going on to our next uh, whiskey, and we're going to have uh, good old boy Alan tell us a little bit about that one. We're going to now taste the Glen Goyne Legacy Series Chapter 1. It's bottled at 96 proof, 48% alcohol by volume. It, there's no age statement on it, and it is non-chill filtered. And you again, missed the whole read-in. Again, <laughs> non-chill filtered. Go back, go back, one go back, one. yeah, and talk about Glenn Goyne in general. <laughs> We've been drinking, folks. Please, excuse sorry us. about that, y'all. 
Okay. Glenn Yo, Goyne. Think she's in Alabama, y'all. Mm-hmm. Roll Tide. Glenn <laughs> Goyne should be familiar to anyone who's a fan of the show. We've done quite a few of their whiskeys in past episodes. Glenn Goyne's roots can be traced back to 1833 when George Connell built the, the Brunfoot Distillery on the site. One of the original warehouses from there still stands today. In 1876, the distillery was sold to the Lang Brothers of Glasgow, who renamed it Glen Goyne. It comes from the Gaelic word Glen Goyne, which means Glen of the Wild Geese. Many Jewish people refer to it as Glen Goyim. To this day, <laughs> their logo incorporates images of the geese. The distillery was subsequently acquired in 1965 by Robertson and Baxter Group, which later became the Edrington Group. In 2013, Glen Goyne was acquired by Ian McLeod Distillers Limited. Glen Goyne is located in the village of Dumgoyne on the west coast near Loch. And that's North- where the dumb goyim live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I see it in your face. <laughs> there are no dumb goyim. Yeah. I understand. The, the smart ones live uptown. So. Right. <laughs> uh, distillery sits on the, in the Highlands region, and the earthen floor dunnage warehouses are actually located across the line in the lowland region. So let's talk about the whiskey from Glen Goyne. Glen Goyne Legacy Series, Chapter 1, 96 proof, 48% alcohol by volume. No age statement, non-chill filtered, means that all those wonderful fusel oils are in there that coat your tongue, coat your esophagus, coat your throat, and give the whiskey the intensity of the flavor. The color of it is a bit of a, a light gold, and this too has some really nice gold and tan highlights to it. Some reddish glints there. Yeah, yeah, a little reddish also, just like the color of my eyes. The uh, nose. <laughs> Every day of his life. Every yeah. day when you're drinking. Also his nose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and also my nose, the nose is red yeah. too. The, the nose on the whiskey is blue phenomenal. like a baboon though, so. We got toffee, we got Christmas pudding, we got dried fruit, we got vanilla custard. It, it's really magnificent. The palate is sherry when you first taste it, some mild oak, and then dried fruits. Vanilla, cinnamon, and stewed fruits then appear. The finish is lovely. And pretty long. Yeah, it's very, very smooth. It's very, very long. There's absolutely no dryness to it. It's incredible. I think Brent's eyes popped out of his head. No, I looked up Christmas pudding. It's hard. It's hard to tell with tell, the mask What did you on. find out about Christmas pudding? Christmas right? pudding is a uh, it's, it's it's made with beef and mutton with raisins, currants, prunes, wines, and spices. Yeah. That's what Christmas pudding the is. The Brits with their beef and their prunes. So. Yeah. So I was looking it up because I was like, oh, what is, you know, if you got something you don't know what it is, you want to look it up real quick. Yeah. It's got that oily, that, that umami with the sweetness. It's nice. It's good texture. Yeah. You, mommy, not mine. No, you, you <laughs> <laughs> but you know the oil, the the oiliness, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, 
comes through and it coats the lip, it coats the tongue. It's it's very yeah. very nice. It's, it's almost it's very front forward on your palate. Extremely front forward. Yeah, it almost makes you think it's a Campbelltown. Mm-hmm. Almost. I mean, not the oiliness, not quite yeah. over not quite over the edge, but close. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this is yeah, this is lovely. What do you think? Well, Brad? everything everything on it is all up in the front of my palate, or in the front of the tongue. It's got that little tingliness up in the front. And that's where it, everything sits. Nothing ever moves to the middle or to the back of your tongue. It's got that, and all you get with then with your finish is let a little me, bit let of me give oiliness. You a, a way to combat that. Instead of sticking your tongue in the glass, actually put the whiskey in your mouth and let it go down your throat. That's a great <laughs> idea. You get some of the back palate. <laughs> it's good, dude. <laughs> I know. I tried that once. I tried that once. A lot of the flavors. A lot of the flavors are on the front, just like it is. It is. It is very. This is very, very front front forward. Yeah, Yeah, you know. So, so you don't get that finish that you get with with some of the other ones. So, um, but I but I did get the oiliness on the finish instead of a dryness, which is a whole lot different than what we were with the Tamdu, which I got a dry finish early on. This one here, I get an oily finish, but I don't get the flavor in the finish. Well, you know what? I think that you're. I guess a lot of the sweetness I thought would appeal to you was appealing. Everything was, but I said everything was front forward on it. Yeah, I'm I'm also getting a little bit of of cedar in the wood on this thing in the end. I'll give you that's a good call. I didn't get that earlier until you said that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm getting cedar. He does this for a living. But you're a cigar guy, so the cedar appeals to you too. The cedar appears to me. I'm also a guy that, you know, has mold in some of my closets. So I put cedar (laughs) in there. And I love that cedar smell opposed (laughs) to because of the bodies, but we won't go there. (laughs) What'd you think, Justin? So this reminded me a lot of um, McAllen 12, which is another sherry forward spirit, except that it's a higher proof sherry oak. and it's more intense. So if you like McAllen 12, you're going to love this expression. I, I, I don't like to compare brands like that, but to me, Glenn going to has a, I think it's a better, better way of doing it. McAllen to me, when I first opened a bottle of McAllen, I have just way too much sulfur. There's not that sulfur taint in the. Yeah, no sulfur taint whatsoever. Yeah, it's better than McAllen 12. But it's similar. All right. Well, we're going to be rating the Glen Goyne Legacy Series Chapter 1. Three sips. Interesting. After the way we waxed Rhapsodic about it, I thought it'd be a little bit higher than that. Well, you know, Brent always brings the average down. Yeah. he brings the IQ down in the room too. Ah, yeah, I, I would have gone closer to a four on it. Yeah, but l- let's call it. Have I, is the Legacy series even available plus. in the United States? No, that's one of the ones that they brought me. Oh, so. oh that's why it's a two. Yeah, that's a two now. We can't get it here. <laughs> we can't get it. All right, it loses. Point. Moving on. But it's a really great on. whiskey. All right, fine, Justin. All you right. talk about the next Justin. whiskey. The Glen Farkless Distillery is located in Speyside in the village. Of Ballandalach. The name Glen Farkless means Valley of the Green Glass in Gaelic. Green While grass. Not glass, grass. Green grass in Gaelic. The g- green glass. You've been is what smoking they put the too much in. glass, dude. Yes. While <laughs> Glen Farkless can trace their roots back to 1791, Robert Hay received the first license for the distillery in 1836. The distillery was a acquired by John Grant in 1865 and it's truly a family operation as it's run by his descendants today. The distillery has the largest stills in Speyside and matures its spirits on site in traditional Dunnage warehouses. This expression, Glenfarclas 12 year 
is 86 proof or 43% alcohol by volume. I got a light copper color on it. On the nose, I detected sherry, raisins, some cocoa, bananas, and melon. On the palate, sherry, banana, peach, honey, and walnut, and it has a light finish. It's a pretty pleasant entry-level spirit. And what did you think? Brent. This one was not my favorite expression. I enjoyed it, but it's just, uh, yeah, I got the, I got some of the spices that you got in there. I got the, they got the fruit in there. Um, the, I got bananas in it. Yeah. You know, so I got bananas, um, the little bit of, ho- little bit of honey and walnuts in there on the palate. I didn't get the bananas till you said it. Cause I mean, earlier I got more melon notes, but now there's maybe just good with air. Yeah, with air, it's really it's when I first when we first opened this up and I had it, I was really against it. I really did not like it as much as I. It's it's maybe it's grown on me, you know. But air um, did it some good too. Yeah, the at least this one the, the it moved right to the middle of the palate, and then you had a little finish to it and stuff as well. The finish is not very long, but it was it's nice. To me, the nose is banana and peach gummy worms. Oh, banana and peach gummy worms. Yeah. Prominent. You know, it's like fun fairs over. In Alan, Europe. I know you have grandkids, but that's just wrong. <laughs> the gummy worms. Banana and peach gummy worms whiskey. Why can't you just say bananas and peaches? No, no. In the nose. In the nose. I'm not talking about the uh, taste of the whiskey. In the nose. I'm getting. There's those a waxiness to it. Fragrance. There's like a candy waxiness. Yeah, yeah. And I find that's true of all Glen. Um, Glen Parkless uh, whiskeys, they let that waxiness, but there's a waxiness. But I would never have said banana and peach gummy worms. But uh, I mean, you're in a different place in life, man. <laughs> yeah. It's the next flavor coming out by Haribo. There you go. No, I, I, I like it. I, I think this is terrific. In fact, just the other night, I opened up a bottle of 12 year old Glen Farkless that I had in my uh, whiskey cabinet for about 10 years. And I'm comparing it to this bottle, which was bottled many many years later. And this is a bit lighter and smoother and a little bit more fresh. And I kind of like this one really a lot. Yeah. I've I've never had a bad whiskey from Glenn Farkless. Not once. Never had a bad barrel. Never had a, a messed up cork. I think their quality control is really exceptional. This, this one really did better with me with the time in the glass and adding the water to it. Yeah, yeah. It really... No, I understand where it would be yeah. more appealing to you, Brent. I, I can see where it is, but uh, yeah, the air really helped. The air really yeah, helped. Yeah, it did. Whiskey. It did from when we first opened it up. Yeah. And being that it's a family-run distillery, I can yeah. tell you from personal experience, I don't know any family that's more dedicated to making the best oh, whiskey sure, that they yeah. possibly can. I, I love Glenn Farkless. Everything that they make just always hits the right notes. Some friends for me. of mine were recently came back from Scotland, brought me some uh, some bottlings. Only they're available at the distillery. They've got a great showroom. If you ever guys yeah. want to go there, yeah, it's just yes. everything yeah. there is always so well done. Like you said, the quality control with them is is above average. Everything that comes out is is so well, perfectly balanced, so perfectly well done. I've never had a clunker from them, so you know it's 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 a it's a wonderful whiskey, and we're gonna give the uh, we're gonna rate the Glen Farkless twelve year old four sips. 
And we've got a little bit of time left, so we're going to hit this last one. We're going to have Harm tell us about no, it. Me, I'll be quick, so it's not. I don't want to. Oh, do I? Do I have time to actually talk about it? Okay, good. Stop belaboring the point. Go fine, on. Yeah. fine. Belaboring the point. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. Let's not talk, talk about the color because we don't have time for that stuff. That's too much. Glenn <laughs> <laughs> Farkless, seventeen-year-old, is eighty-six proof, forty-three percent ABV. The nose, cocoa powder, but oh, beautiful light ginger, orange peels. I. It's almost like a fruitcake with a little cherry going on through it. But again, that waxy note I was talking about mm. earlier, uh, the banana peach gummy worm that uh, Alan, Alan mm. so eloquently put it for you know the grandpas and great-grandpas out there. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful nose. And that, that banana peach thing that he's saying <laughs> comes out. <laughs> the palate is just sweet but balanced. It's just, let me, let me get a taste again. Mmm. Mm. So inviting. Oh yeah, and and with air, there's more nuttiness coming out, which didn't come. The, the nuttiness wasn't there earlier, but there's more nuttiness coming out. You notice how excited he gets when there's nuttiness and things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I just, so. uh, this is dry though. It's gonna be dry. It's got yeah. just I mean, it's a hair. When you yeah. hit 17 years old, yeah. the tannins yeah. are going to really kick in. Right. The tan- but- right. It's, you definitely feel it. It's definitely dry. It's like when you, after I have a taste of it, I want to be like, oh, I got to like, you know. I, I see what you're saying, but you know. Um, I don't I find get it over, offensive I don't, I don't, I don't find the I don't find the grip to be overdone to me. If, I, if this were 19 years old or 21, which I've had their 21. Right. It's it can get grippy. Their twenty five to me is think is nowhere near as good as their twenty one. I've had I've had their seventeen, their nineteen, uh, not sorry, the night there's something out from a different story. Twenty one. The the twenty one, the twenty five. I've had the forty year old. It hits. It goes over some hump. But the forty year old that 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 grip is gone. It gets, gets more unctuous. But at twenty five, the grip is over the top, and I think it's I don't like. So explain what, to me and other people in the audience who don't know what grip is. The grip that 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 dry yeah. palate coating. It's, where it's it makes pulling your too much of the up. wood tannin out. Tannin it's like licking an old piece of wood. Yeah. Right. See, at twenty five, I think that whiskey is and even Bob has a lot of experience. Is nowhere near as good that. as the twenty. <laughs> yeah, the looking old the wood. Only when you're around sweet cakes. <laughs> only when you're around. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, this it is like I mean it. It's I think the seventeen is a sweet spot. I think this the Glen Farkless seven. I think is just really outstanding whiskey. I think it's too dry for me. Too dry for you. Okay. Yeah. Then stay away from the twenty-five. You might do the oh, twenty-one, yeah. but the forty, if you can find it. I, I mean, it's going for ridiculous well, and you amounts get of that money with now. Certain distilleries, some distilleries just have a sweet spot at different, right. at different ages. Well, yes, you know, yes. Uh, I've talked to I've talked to different different distillers, and uh, in Scotland, I think the sweet spot is right around seventeen to eight nineteen years. years. Yeah, eighteen. I would years. agree with you. Yeah. Seventeen, but that's yeah. that. But after that, it gets overly done. Yeah, well, but that's why you pay so much for the well, expense. It's the same thing with bourbon. I mean, yeah. you know, most of guys will tell you they'll tell you they'll tell you eight to ten, and then yeah, after that, it it's a crapshoot, and that's you know. Scotch has. Does anybody their else want to put well. their 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 notes in before we run out of time for the show today? I like the twelve better than the seventeen, personally. There you go. See, you heard it. I don't know. It was I'm just more for me. It was just it was cocoa and ginger and orange peel, and it was. It's all there. Dude. Not that it's I didn't like the twelve toffee 12 and walnuts. Wonderful. And but I think cinnamon. the seventeen's right on top. We got a rating. It was. I mean, it was just. I I thought it was lovely and it was well done. And we rated it four sips. There you go. That's classified. 
I would have given it a higher rating, my friend. I well, would, but you know, whatever. Well, I just, it, I again, love everything from these guys. We have somebody put a brings five the average down, on so. there only to get the, the girl. Well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio, and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, and anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. Are the we still on way, NPR? Yes, we're on NPR. We should be talking like this, then. You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> the easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google to play podcasts, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes followed on Twitter every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And you can buzzing, I tell you, buzzing. With all Buzz. the other fans. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, it's a big help, and we get to see your feedback as well. And I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Can you guys now take the duct tape off me? I, I tasted them all. I tasted them all, guys. Where's my knife? I brought you that. I brought you that squeezy bear full of organic honey. You should yes, have. I do have. Most a people have to pay extra for that. <laughs> thank you, Alan. Hey, it was a great pleasure to be invited, and I can't wait to come back. Oh, you're not coming back. Oh, <laughs> screw you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Justin. Thank you. Uh, great whiskeys today. Appreciate it. And thank you, Harm. Well, thank you again for having me, Bob, man. This is very wonderful. The scotches were outstanding thank today. You. Come again. <laughs> yeah, <thank you. laughs> what was that, Apple? <laughs> uh, thank you. Come again. That's that what was I thought. It. Snickers are not a sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I only have one man who comes in and eats those hot dogs and... Never mind. This is Made Man Bob, and thanks for listening. This has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.